0: Hey guys, I'm Candice Kumari. Welcome to the Wabasabi Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about very sensitive but juicy subject, your inner child and how many times you've been triggered by girls and outside sources and Instagram and TikTok and social media and the need to always feel like you need to be perfect and fabulous and not affected by the things that you see and consume every day. I will be the first person to tell you that I get triggered by seeing old friends, new friends, seeing things I'm missing or missing out on or kind of missing out on. Um, I think that social media like throws thing in your throws things in your face that were never once there before. When I was in college, we did not have Instagram, so this whole world is so very new. First and foremost, I commend any younger girl who has grown up with social media. You are far stronger than me and stronger than any of us that are older than you. And if nobody has admitted that to you ever, I will admit it to you. There's no way I could have made it through junior high and high school and college with social bullshit. It's advertising, marketing and putting on for everyone. It is not real everyone is showing you their best foot forward. And even with Be Real and TikTok and people trying to authenticize what they do, it's still not everyday life. It's not you in your pajamas farting with your boyfriend watching alone. It's not you talking to your girlfriends in private about how triggered you are about the pictures that you just saw. It is not you talking to your mom while you're crying about somebody approaching you because of a racist comment that they made there are a lot of things I've never told you guys about how I get approached all the time for work I understand my place and I'm actually playing a role for you and that's what social media really is I don't think most of us will admit to you how we really feel behind closed doors and I think I've been the most disappointed recently in people that say they're going to do things and they don't follow through with them and that has made me feel very small that has brought out my inner child little Candace Um, in high school I hung out with a lot of party girls and we had a huge falling out when I didn't want to be a part of the group anymore my mother made me write a letter to them telling them that I wasn't allowed to hang out with them because we did all kinds of drugs together and I just I had enough. I was a junior in high school, and it was February 14th, Valentine's Day, and I was at a stoplight, and I told myself, I can't do this anymore. I don't know what that was. I don't know if it was God or the spirits. Uh, My mom told my dad like I had been doing serious drugs, and my dad like flew home. I had never seen him arrive at my parents' house so fast in my life. So once the letter was presented to these girls, they tortured me my entire senior year and I have never told any of you guys about it because it was it was rough I will never forget wanting to hide from them and constantly being in fear of what they might do they called me names they shouted things at me and it wasn't just me there were other girls that went through the same thing and there was another group of girls that immediately took me under their wing and took care of me and said you know don't worry about them It's really good that you quit now and there is a long story behind later in college I had another falling out with that group of friends and the way that I felt when I saw them at a bachelorette party or a wedding without me where I was like ostracized from that process of friendship I I remember how it made me feel so when you guys see people doing things without you or maybe somebody isn't kind to you when you're out or maybe when you get triggered um, I think I, I don't know if I fit in in LA I'm a very California girl that's a sure thing but I think that my soul is a New Yorker and I really feel that deeply in the deepest part of my gut And I can't deny that New Yorkers are real, they're crass, and they're fucking helpful. They get gritty, they make something out of nothing, because they don't have another choice. You're virtually forced to get creative when you have no resources but creativity. Here, it's like money and power and greed and beauty, and people are focused on very different things. I've never seen so much plastic. I often feel like a fish out of water at events and I want to be able to feel more comfortable in in my own skin. So I'm I'm trying my best right now to like talk to my inner child about my own insecurities that were triggered. Well, women are very interesting creatures. Some like to be competitive. Some like to get jealous. Some can help to learn down the line. I did get an apology from one of the mean girls that was awful to me in high school years later. And I got an apology loosely from some of the college girls, but it didn't take away from the suffering and pain that I buried inside. I usually bury most of my hurt and my pain, and then it will come out in some other form later, like anger, resentment, grief, sadness, depression, or anxiety. And so the greatest thing that we can do for each other is to be an ear to lend or someone to lean on. Maybe go to therapy and talk deeply to your therapist or you can choose to assess if you're going through a hardship right now. Think about the people that you're friends with and if they trigger you, think about the people that surround you are they good for you? Are they feeding you and your soul and your spirit? Or are they dragging you down and taking you down with them? My therapist in New York was a brilliant man who eventually forced me to get over my own demons because he knew I was too far gone when it came to my last relationship in the city. And he said, you are too light for their darkness. And the first rule in lifeguarding is We can't let them take you down with them. So people that are aligned with money, power, and greed, and now beauty, I think this is very similar to almost like the cardinal sins. And we get into this really dark place that I don't want us to be a part of. And I don't think wellness is supposed to be aligned with dark people, but they are indeed available and everywhere in our industry now. So we need to pay attention to who we follow, where we get our resources from, and who we're hyping out. I think being honorable and truthful to all of you for many reasons and demons is the greatest gift that I can actually give you. It's free, it's accessible, and it will help you to feel like you're not alone and you're not suffering inside. And I think the triggers from little Candace when I was really little was I felt ugly because I was half Asian and half Polish. I had a long last name. I did not feel cute. I looked like some random, like didn't fit in with anybody else. And I was teased for having slanted eyes and I was called a chink and I got every back end of every joke and I am not a fucking victim of what has happened to me. I will learn how to become a better person through the process of learning. People are going to be who they are and they show you their colors early and children are mean. When you get older as an adult, you can talk to your inner child and keep track of her and say to her, Candace, you're 40. You've accomplished a lot in your life. If you don't stop and smell the roses now and enjoy all the things that you have, you're going to wake up and be 80 and you're going to say, I wasted so much of my beautiful and precious life worrying about what other people thought about me. And I think that that inner child needs to hear, you're an adult, you very well much could be a mother. You could be a really great partner to someone, if I'm not already, I hope I am. (laughs) And uh, you have a lot of gifts to give someone and the world. And you will hinder your gifts to the world when you allow the worrying and the dramatic parts of your life to eat you alive. The assessment of my demons came when I hit rock bottom. When You Hear Spirited, my book that will come out with Audible soon, I will teach you guys about the addictions and the drugs and the excessive amounts of attention that I needed from men and how they virtually destroyed the inside parts of me that might have been the most beautiful, that was untouched because it was virtually blocked and hindered by the addictions and the codependency of men, sex, drugs, partying needing to be beautiful and absolutely perfect, I mean, that stuff will destroy you inside. So it is really good that I be very honest and I sort of lift the veil because otherwise you're never going to think that any of you are normal. In fact, we're all going through our own suffering. We know in Buddhism that life itself is suffering and through the Four Noble Truths, we know that there is a path that can lead us to alleviate our suffering and the Eightfold Path is what will get us there. There are a lot of things that we can help you with if you just listen to the right people and read the right books and make really good choices and start cultivating love and honor for that inner child. You are beautiful. You are smart. You are well and able to be a very capable adult. You're talented with endless gifts And you do not need to compare yourself to anyone else because the only person that you should be comparing yourself to is you, 5, 10, 15 years ago. And my goodness, how much you have grown. Now, I love bringing girls on my team on up for questions. So today we have Nikki Olmos who's been on my team for over two years and we've done so much together welcome Nikki. How are you? Hi. Don't be shy. (laughs) Nikki helps with so many different things including my life in general and you've probably seen my inner child come out many times. Yes. Okay so tell me about your question. I know that you are on set a lot and my question for you because I've seen you just overcome so many obstacles in your work and in your life. And my question is, what is the thought process you tell yourself to diminish a negative situation directed toward you? And what are the actions you take to shift the energy and environment? Hmm. Good question, Nikki. We've been through a lot together since Selena and Chef, all through Every shoot, we've done some big things and small things. I think when I get triggered by something that really hurts my feelings or makes me feel small, I'm going to be honest with you, I hold on to it for so long. And little things will like trigger me, and it's not an easy process. Like It's not overnight that it will go away. So I first and foremost don't want people to think that it's okay to just smear anything over, drink it away, escape it somehow. It's not going to go away. I just think the things that have helped me are are typically um, talking it out with my partner or my mom. Um, recently, it's been, you know, a lot of like women making me feel small and I just... I don't want to feel this way anymore, but I understand that God is trying to talk to me. So I sort of use it as medicine. Like I need to take this information and do something with it because there's something deep down inside of my inner child that is definitely messed up and I need to take care of it. And so also talking to all of you on the team about it has been helpful because I think we're all in the same boat in just different ways. We're all a mirror for one another. And so I still believe in the voice and the verse that you should treat thy neighbor how you want to be treated. So at night, I sometimes don't know how people sleep with the way that they treat other people. Like I'll never forget how poorly I was treated on Top Chef by crew and production and by the fucking assholes that were on the cast with me. Not all of them. Just two, two assholes. (laughs) (laughs) But I, you know, and the other quote I'll never forget that I think Maya Angelou once said is people may forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And so that is a statement that we should all remember. I think I just need to cleanse myself of what doesn't feel good. Take assessment and notes and don't, keep poking the bear by repeating the same mistakes but rather make some choices to create change and surround yourself with those supportive people and then you won't even think about the a-holes or the mean girls or the you know the people that once really tried to tear you down so i hope that really helps okay felicia is also on our team another question from a team member Felicia has been with us, I think for over a year now, maybe a year mark. You do everything too, <laughs> production help with being our right hand. Yeah. So talk to us about your juicy question. Okay. So my question is kind of how do you like physically and mentally maintain the balance of being your most authentic true self and, um, Saying true to like who you would be proud of as a child growing up. Like. Mm, I love that. Felicia's also a mommy. So this <laughs> is a great question. Oof. I used to play um, apartment when I was little. So I would like get keys and walk up to my door in my room and like pretend to open the apartment door. And now that I do that every day, I think it's the stupidest thing I used to play. <laughs> I was like, he go, apartment. (laughs) So I think that I amazed myself. Like my mom and dad were tripping out too. Like, where did you come from? Cause they're like really buttoned up blue collar people. And I have no idea. I think we always say, if I can do it, you can do it. Mm -hmm. I just think I have to maintain, um, the time that I give to people online really giving more time to the people I love in real life and knowing the difference. Working out is a priority five days a week. Eating well is a priority five days a week. And I try not to waste time on people that don't give plus value. And I, I do want people to know, like I still love the girls that hurt me on all sides of the spectrum. Every one of them. And I wish everybody well, even the two assholes. I just think, um, you know, you don't forget the way people made you feel. But even so, if I'm a wellness public figure and I pretend to be holier than thou, and yet I still have a place of hate in my heart for people, that doesn't make a very good wellness practitioner. That doesn't make a very good Buddhist or Christian or Samaritan or citizen of the world. So my best advice is to do the right thing as much as possible. Be really honest and take the best care of yourself first. Like put the mask on first and do Felicia and everything else will fall into place. Yeah. Yeah. And be really easy on yourself and your inner child because I think she would be like, Wow. Look at how much you've done. Like you judged Iron Chef. What? You know, and you get to play apartment every day, (laughs) (laughs) Candice. Fabulous. Yeah, you have real keys. I hope that answered your question, Felicia. All right. Our book of the day or the book of the podcast today is going to be a return to love. Reflections on the principles of A Course in Miracles by Marianne Williamson a book that really helped me to believe in myself. Speaking of Top Chef, you won't believe it, but you will. When I was young, we were allowed one folder of recipes when we left for Top Chef. I was 22 years old. I was in culinary school. I had one poem on front of my folder, and it was, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And that is a quote from Marianne Williamson, words that were once spoken by Nelson Mandela during one of his most powerful speeches. I want to find you the actual verse. I read it the other day and it just made me cry because I could not believe that I had read this so long ago. I can't find the exact verse right now, but we'll find it. I think you guys know the quote from our deepest fear. And this is truly a treasure as Wayne Dyer calls it. So it's a great book that helped me learn about how powerful a woman could be, how beautiful her writing and how relatable her words. So please check out A Return to Love by Marion Williamson. If you always hear about A Course in Miracles, this book basically breaks down the entire Bible looking book. I am Candice Kumai. Thank you for your questions, ladies. And I hope that the inner child, even though it's scary to talk about this stuff, I really hope that it brings you a little bit of joy and love and a big hug wrapped around you because at the end of the day, you come into this world alone and you will exit alone. And I think when you're in your rocking chair at 80, you will not care about these little things. The little inner child is such a special person, but she has to know that when you get older, people will be mean, bad things will happen, life will not be perfect forever, as my mom says, wabi-sabi. And that is why we do this podcast, my friends. Don't forget to follow on social, at Candice Kumai. Our TikTok could be a little bit juicier, and our YouTube, they kinda suck, so please help us out there. Always give your review five stars, juicy. And of course, my gift to you is my honor and my truth that I'll always try to be the best person, even though I'm perfectly imperfect myself. Have a beautiful day, friends. I almost said, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. (laughs) 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 The holy water.